You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, 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 and happy Sunday. Having a little bit of a challenge with my microphone here, so give me a second. All right. So, um, what a crazy time we're living in, huh? Tonight's theme is, what is the question? Love is the answer. And the reason that I was guided to offer this subject matter as our wisdom for tonight is because there is a great deal of challenge that so many people are having with holding that space of being loving, taking the loving or making the loving choice um, with themselves first. And it's being reflected in the choices that they're making outside of themselves or how they are attracting experiences that are less than loving. This is, this is a very, what we might define as a very challenging time, or if that's what we believe and that's what we create, we can shift it and say that it is a time of extraordinary opportunity, which feels better to you that this is a challenging time or a time of great opportunity. Clearly, that it's a time of great opportunity is the higher vibration language. But I know I find myself saying, you know, often enough that this is a very challenging time. And it doesn't make it less challenging to say that it is. But if I shift how I'm looking at and being in the experience, which is what I'm inviting you to join me in doing, is to consider this as an extraordinary time of opportunity on many different levels, if not on all levels. So I had an interesting conversation with a very dear friend of mine um, this morning. And 
And we were talking about how the racism issue, Black Lives Matter, and any theme like that, but that's what was the conversation. She was sharing how she could no longer be silent with someone that she works with when that person makes racial or unkind or condescending comments in her presence anymore. Now, this person isn't just someone that she works with. This is someone that is her employer. And she was very, very um, proud of herself that she stood up and said something. But the way that the conversation went was argumentative. It was expressing a need to be right, which both of them ultimately were in the process of communicating. Now, remember, if we have to be right, then someone has to be made wrong in the conversation. And so they ultimately agreed to disagree. And playing devil's advocate, because she's a very good friend of mine, I, I asked her a question because I don't choose to speak up about this. I don't choose to engage. This is about the most I'm going to engage in this subject matter, but in the context of a teachable moment. So I asked her, I said, what is it? And, and believe me, this does, this does flow into what is the question, love is the answer. So be patient with me for a moment. So I said to her, I said, you know, um, do you equate silence with, agreement. She said, absolutely. I said, well, there are many people, including myself, that are choosing to be silent, but that doesn't mean that we are in agreement. We are choosing to do what we do on a different realm, at a higher vibration, rather than engaging in the situation at this level. And it got into a conversation where she got very defensive. She started defending herself and arguing the point. And at one point I said to her, how does this feel to you that we're having this conversation and this energy? She said, it feels horrible. I said, this is what you've been doing with your boss. Because the minute we engage in anything that is identified as a challenge or a problem, for those of you that listen to the show on a regular basis, <clears throat> excuse me a sec, you know I, I, I am a firm believer and practitioner of Ho'oponopono, and Ho'oponopono believes that Anything that we identify as a problem or a challenge is something that is just memories replaying from our subconscious mind. It's not about what's outside of us. And the only opportunity that it is bringing to us in the moment of awareness is that we get to clean on it or clear it with I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you, 
or in any order. If you want to say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, in a different order. It's all good. It all works. For me, I was very outspoken as a younger person. I grew up in the 60s. Um, Vietnam War was something that I was adamantly against at that age. I wish I was as wise as I am now back then, but I was not. I protested. I was in school in Washington, D.C., as well as in Philadelphia. But during this time of protest where there were, um, what do you call them, National Guard walking, you know, riding our streets with Jeeps and and sub you know sub uh, machine guns um, hooked onto them. There was tear gas bombings on the campuses to create the illusion of order. Was it right? Nothing violent to me is ever right. But that was how, from a lower vibration frequency, I knew that I could. Speak my mind. It was it was verbal protest. It was a gathering protest. It was sit-in protest. I understand the energy of it. But I want everyone to be very clear when there is anything outside of you that is that you observe, that you experience, that you hear that is a button pusher for you. That's only one aspect of it. Depending upon what you believe, and I invite you to consider, it's not something outside of you. It is a projection of a memory being replayed from some part of you, which is why it pushes a button. And so we have choices. We are in a free will dimension. And we have choices that we can make consciously as to how to address what we identify as a problem or a challenge, either within ourselves as as a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual issue, or something that we are observing or experiencing on some level. I have found And there is a reason I am referred to as the heart healer. Uh, I have found that knowing my soul's purpose helps to define my beliefs, my choices, and therefore my actions that follow. We all get to choose. Our beliefs shape our experiences. There is no argument about that. It does. They do. But beliefs are changeable, my friends, and I invite you to take the time to kind of take stock in what it is that you do believe. Does it still serve you? If it does, then by all means, continue to embrace these beliefs and let them shape your lives. If they do not invite you to begin process of changing them so that your beliefs are more reflective of who you are now, not the person that you have always thought you were. We're filled with programs that 
have been started since the time we took our first breath. Actually, it started long before that because these programs are energetically in our DNA. It's why when we, when we say it's interesting, you know, in the Bible where it says the sins of the father are visited upon the next seven generations. I, I don't love the word sins, but think of it this way. Any issues or challenges from seven generations ago, they're in your DNA. Let's say it's a disease process. Let's say it's an addiction. Let's say it's an abuse issue. Abuse issues are never one generation. They always go back. Addictions are the same thing. Alcoholism is a perfect example. And so for generations, we have been carrying the memories of those that came before us. And those beliefs that come with them are part of those memories. And we don't know from whom we have received these memories, these challenges, these problems on whatever level they're showing up. We just know that they exist. And Ho'oponopono tells us that, and this makes so much sense to me, and I hope it will to you, from the book, The User Illusion, Dr. Hulin states that, it's not a quote, it's, but it's my best paraphrasing. In the User Illusion book, there is um, this, this data that for every 15, one five bits of information or data per second that we are consciously aware of, there are 15 million that's one five million bits of information that are occurring per second that we have no knowledge of, no awareness of, that are all emanating from the subconscious mind. How much of how much do you think you are consciously creating your world? And so when we say that there's always something to clear. Do it incessantly as often as you can think about it, either specifically related to an issue like to whatever memories are in me that is the, the, the root cause for racism or anti-Semitism or any human suffering on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. When you make a Ho'oponopono statement or prayer like that, what you are doing is initiating the clearing of the cause from wherever it exists beginning with you. We are not separate from each other. The illusion of separation is simply that. The body gives the illusion of being separate, but from an energetic perspective, we are all connected ever so intimately, whether we are on the other side of the world from each other on this planet, or we live next door to each other or in the same house, it is no different. We are all connected. And as I mentioned a few moments ago, not only are we all connected now, those that are dwelling upon this planet with us, that are two-legged individuals, right? But we are connected to everyone that came before us through our genetic imprints. 
and energy vibrations. And so, whatever the question is, when you are troubled by something, when you are endeavoring to make sense of how you can participate in the solution for a problem that you've identified, either for yourself or for humanity or for Mother Earth, I invite you to remember that love is always the answer. And Ho'oponopono is one way of expressing that love by saying, like a mother to a child, in Ho'oponopono, the conscious mind is represented by the mother, divine creator God by the father, the subconscious mind by the inner child. And so since all our problems, our challenges, our memories replaying from the subconscious mind, when we say we choose to consciously initiate this clearing, we say, I love you to the cause, like a mother to a child. Conscious mind to subconscious mind. We say, I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create this issue, this problem, this challenge, this suffering. I don't have any idea how I've done it, but I own it. Please forgive me for whatever I've done to create this. Those, these three phrases are all said to the cause of the issue, which is memories replaying from the subconscious mind. And then we say thank you. And the thank you is directed to divine creator God, great spirit, by whatever name you refer to your source. And by saying these phrases, or just I love you or just thank you, the intention is understood. Divine creator God recognizes that we're taking 100% responsibility for whatever it is, even though we have no idea how it was created. We recognize that everything is a projection or a mirror from something within us, and we own it. And so God, divine creator, says, okay, so she's accepting 100% responsibility. They're accepting 100% responsibility. Let's clear that and ease that suffering. But not only does it get cleared from me, it gets cleared from wherever that pattern exists. So imagine if we say this prayer as a, as a proactive approach to addressing the problem of racism and everything related to the Black Lives Matter movement, as the example, right? If we every day, a couple of times a day minimum, say to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for whatever the issues are that are represented by the Black Lives Matter movement and all of humanity's suffering on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Because I see it. I know that I've participated in it on some level and I own it. I didn't personally act as a racist or do or believe or speak in this way, but it's a human condition. It didn't just happen. And so in honoring that that's how it works, I accept responsibility for it. And I, every day, make that statement to support humanity 
in coming into being, who they are intended to remember, which is how to be a loving presence in their relationship with themselves first. It gets to be that simple. So when we say, what is the question? That love is the answer. It's all about what's the most loving choice that you can make in any situation or at any given moment. Because when you make a loving choice, what is your most loving choice? What loving choice can be made for you in that situation? And if you make that loving choice, then, then you are being the embodiment of the energy and vibration of love. Therefore, you are in alignment. You are acting in alignment, choosing in alignment with your soul's purpose for being here, which is to remember how to be a loving presence in your relationship with yourself first, your source as you believe it to be, in your relationship with others and your life experiences. That's, that's the simplest way that I can share what I know to be true is our reason for being in a body at this time. If we make things really simple and if it speaks to you to do so, and no matter what the issue is that comes up for you, you ask yourself, So what's my most loving choice that I can make here? What in my relationship with myself could be the most loving choice? And you make it, everything that you do will be in alignment with your soul's purpose for being here. And you will be guided every step of the way by asking that question. And if you keep utilizing Ho'oponopono, if it speaks to you, then you are continually patterns that are, a source of suffering for, suffering for all of us, a source of problem or challenge for all of us, because that's what it is to be human. And during this time, it's very challenging. Because going back to the example of the conversation that I had with my friend this morning, and she's a very dear friend. I want you to understand as you listen to the story, as I've shared it so far. You know, her first reaction was when she got the aha about what we were talking about was that she felt that she had not learned anything. And it was very emotional for her. And I want you all to hear this because this is what I said to her. First, I said, you know, I love you dearly. It is very human to go to the default that if we judge ourselves as, oh, I should have been able to have known that. Why did I make that choice? Shoulda, 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 woulda, coulda, right? It's a typical human response to be self-judging. But imagine if we could bypass that the moment we realize we've gone to that default statement, that default belief, because it's just not completely gone from us, right? We would then be able to stop and make a different choice. 
and say, of course, it's not true. Of course, I've learned everything that I've learned in this moment. My humanness is, is, is reacting. But I can choose now that I have the awareness of it to make a loving choice. It's not easy being human sometimes, you know. Some days it feels like it's not easy being human a lot of the time. But trust me when I say to you, it's so worth it. So if you're struggling with your life as it is and you're listening to this show, either live or listening to the replay, please know that love fills you and surrounds you all the time. You're not alone. We are all here. We all feel very isolated because for many of us that are single, we have not had touch, a hug, you know, the the comfort of seeing someone for months. And I know this is my life and it's, It can be very disorienting. It can be very distress-producing. So if you're experiencing that, I empathize with you. I move in and out of why the hell is this happening to, ah, I honor that this is happening for a reason. And some days it feels very schizophrenic because I'm so in my stuff. No matter how much I know, I know a lot. I have been on this earth many years, and I have experienced and am connected with so much wisdom, and I'm so grateful for it. That doesn't take the place of my humanity. It's only designed to enhance it. I'm here just like you are, for the human experience. So if you start to struggle with what's going on in your life and you feel like there's just no place to go with it, remember, whatever the question, whatever the problem, love, my dear friends, is the answer. Stop and breathe into and out of your heart center, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And I invite you to simply say, if it speaks to you, to whatever this this discomfort is, to whatever this issue is, without even needing to engage with it to figure it out, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you've got a few choice four-letter words that you throw in in the middle, that's okay, too. Because the more you say it, the more your energy will shift. And you will have then put into, thank you very much, motion, the clearing of whatever the source of that discomfort, that challenge, that problem was, so that it's cleared from you. And remember, we're all connected. So as you clear it from you, God, divine creator, clears it from me, clears it from the person across the street from me, clears it from somebody all the way over on the other side of the world in Singapore or China, matters not. We're all connected. So I hope that this made some sense to you. 
and was helpful in some way. If you're struggling, ask the question, what's the most loving choice that I can make for myself in the moment? How can I be the kindest to myself first? Because then that defines the choice that you make and the action that follows. And we all need more love. We do. So I hope that you'll say yes to to holding a new belief perhaps or embracing your belief that love is always the answer and you have the power to support the collective of everyone. You do. Trust me on this. All right. One bit of, thank you for listening. We're going to start with our readings in just a second. Um, I just want to mention the new moon tomorrow. And for those of you that are familiar with the show and with the work that I do, I offer a complimentary new moon clearing call each month. It was last Monday and the replay is still available until midnight tomorrow night so that you can clear out any energy that serves your highest good to clear and then sit down and write your intentions for the next lunar cycle, cycle, which begins tomorrow. So I offer this new moon clearing every month. Um, there is a segment that is, it's a, the focus is both for us as individuals, but also for those of us that are entrepreneurs or business owners. Um, I also reference some of the issues that you might want to consider clearing and how to language it, et cetera. It's, it's a wonderful call each month. The feedback that I got for this month's call was, was the best one ever. I'm, I'm very grateful for that feedback. I invite you to take advantage. If you look in the description of the show here on Blog Talk Radio, there is a link um, after Experience the Monthly New Moon Clearing where if you've never registered for it, you can use that link and go ahead and register. Or you can go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. And if you look at the link for last Monday in the calendar on the event page, forward slash event, um, you'll see the link to register there. Or you can, if you follow me on Facebook um, at Eileen uh, Gottlieb or on Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer Facebook pages, I post them on all those pages well. So there's lots of places for you to find the link for you to be able to still participate in this wonderful uh, new moon clearing process. And then you'll be able to join me next month or get an email letting you know about it for next month. All right, RJ, our our fabulous producer is with us tonight. We're so grateful that he's been back there in the studio helping everybody come onto the show. Good evening. Good evening, RJ. Good oh, evening. Sweetie, I can't How hear are you. you tonight? Ah, there Uh-oh. you are. Well, yes, I'm a little, well. Just a little delay. That's what I'm rejecting. Anyway. I know. It's so, a little crazy yes. tonight, but at least we're all here and we can hear each other, and that's a good thing, right? Yes. Thank you, sweet man, for being here tonight. Where are we going to start with our readings tonight? Uh, we're going to start out in Oregon. Actually, I take that back. We're going to go to New York and visit with Marielle. All right. Good evening, Marielle. Hi. And welcome to the, the show. 
Thank you. Okay. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Can you speak up a little bit? Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you much better. Thank you and welcome. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Did we pronounce your name correctly? Yeah, you did. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so talk to me. Tell me how we can be of service tonight. Okay, so basically my question has to do with um, a recent exam that I took, and I just didn't do as well as I hoped to do, so I kind of wanted more clarity on to, like, why that happened when I felt like I did everything right. Okay. One of the first things that I want to say to you is, and I'm just going to adjust my volume again for a second. One of the things that I feel um, guided to say to you is that um, if this was a standardized test, there was a a need to be more grounded in the experience. Um, I'm not sure what else was contributing to the results of your test other than sharing that to you. Tell me about this test. What was it, what was it about? And what was it a standard pencil, fill in the circle, multiple choice, or was it a, an oral, a verbal exam? It was, it was basically like a multiple choice, but it was like online, like on a computer. And basically the importance of it is that it helped dictate um, like different specialties so, um, yeah, it was kind of a big deal. Okay. And it, when you say it dictates specialties, what does that mean? Can you explain that to me a little bit more? Yeah, medical specialties. Because they use the screening process to sort of sort through applicants. Okay. So this is applying for residencies? Correct. Uh-huh. Okay. And and is the is the test itself, are you saying that the test itself, you didn't score high on the specialty that you want to move forward in, or you didn't score high, period? Um, I didn't score high for the specialty that I wanted to. I mean, I made the cutoff, but, like, moving forward, it would just make the application process very hard, or I think hmm. it would be hard at least. Okay. Okay. So I want you to take a look at that belief, right? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad. That's a belief that you're holding that now mm-hmm. the process is going to be more difficult. Mm-hmm. Your, beliefs shape, your beliefs shape your experience. If you want to change the experience, mm-hmm. change your beliefs about it. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the idea yeah. of what you want to do as a specialty or what you've intended to do is not God's plan for you. Something okay. to That's just, kind of what I wanted clarity on because just, I wanted to know, yeah. like, if it was just me spazzing out at the moment or it was, like, really, like, you know, ordained. Because the prior day, like, prior to the exam, yeah. I took every initiative to sort of just, like, you know, make sure that I was good to go in terms of, like, mentally and body-wise, but still. Right. My my feeling about this, Marielle, is that, that you did the best that you could. There wasn't anything more that you could have done to do it any differently. And, and I invite you to, to check in and see if you hold the belief that everything is occurring in divine order in your life, 
then this is part of what is in divine order for you. That's part of my belief personally. In terms of in terms of bringing in understanding from your akashic records, everything is is occurring in perfect and divine order. So you get to give up the need to be in judgment of it or worry about it. And I would invite you to release the idea or belief that that means that every step forward is going to be more difficult. The path unfolds one step at a time with a laser light beaming on where to put your foot. The only thing that keeps us from being able to see where that footing needs to be is our Mm -hmm. unwillingness to be still and listen and pay attention. I guess my biggest question with that then is just mm. um, if you, like for, for us at least, we have to be sure to like plan ahead, multiple steps ahead to like, you know, prepare and so um, I just feel that, especially like with me, I, I have some anxiety. So I, I find that preparing like ahead helps me so mm-hmm. much more. Um, mm-hmm. So how do I balance that with just like, you know, taking that one step at a time and not sort of derailing myself from the path that I want to follow? Because I thought that in terms of law of attraction, we should be able to like, desire something and um, isn't like the universe there to like help us reach that goal? It is. But, but if, if what we desire is not in alignment with our soul's purpose for being here, who's in charge, your ego or your soul? True. You know, and remember if you were listening at the beginning of the show, which I think you were because you were, you were on in the queue at quarter of, Seven, right? So I want to say to mm-hmm. you that that for remember that for every fifteen bits of information that we're consciously aware of, there are fifteen million bits of information that we're not. So the greater mm-hmm. percentage of how you're manifesting everything in your life, you're not going to have conscious awareness of. So True. the best you can do, which is why I love the Ho'oponopono is that you just keep clearing whatever limits you in any way in achieving whatever the goal is. You want to serve as a physician, yes? Yes. So you just want to keep saying to God, divine creator, you know, show me how I am to serve. I am here, I have chosen, I've listened, show me how I am to serve. Begin your day, each day, with that statement. And with Ho'oponopono, it is to whatever memories are in me that limit me from being able to be the full expression of how I am here to serve on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. It brings it up, I recognize that this is Difficult, but it brings it up to a very different level of consciousness that you're going to be operating on. I know, being a nurse, that the medical school structure is very, very structured, I should say, that the process is very structured, and I understand that. But these beliefs are still applicable. These processes are still applicable to this process of getting a residency. 
Okay. Be patient with it. Be patient with it. You are fine. You are going to be fine. It will all unfold in the perfect way. You just need to not attach to it any more than you have to. Yeah, how do you not attach to something? Because I find the the balance between, like, wanting something so bad and working so hard for it, Mm -hmm. like, and detaching from the outcome, I I, don't understand how that's possible. You have to move into faith and trust, Marielle. That's the only thing I can say to you. Okay. You have to move into faith and trust. But we have a lot of other callers in the queue, so... With that thought, I'm going to wish you well. You are always welcome to schedule time with me privately if you would like, and we can go into this issue, this conversation in much more depth. But for the purposes okay. of the show, it's a one question, and we've done more than one. Okay? okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you All so right, much. All right, my love. Thank, thank you. I'm grateful that you've joined us tonight. You have a good rest of your evening. You too. Bye. Thank you, honey. Bless you. All right, Jay, where are we off to, sweet man? Well, now we go to Oregon and visit <laughs> with Camille. All Hi. right, Camille, good evening. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. You've been very patient. How can we support you tonight? What's going on? Okay, so I was in a um, a really feel-good relationship from autumn of 2018 all through winter into November of 2019, after which point the man became distant to the point where by the end of the year, by the end of 2019, we were not in touch, even though we were still considered in a relationship. Make a long story short, I ended the relationship, and as soon as the pandemic started, he came back, with an apology, I'm sorry that I, I left, and he would really like to get back together. Well, now a little bit of time has passed. It is still not really appropriate with social distancing to see each other or anything like that yet, but I finally asked him, so what do you want? He wants to be friends and let's reestablish the friendship, d- deepen the friendship, and work on from there building a romantic relationship. I said, good, I'm glad to hear that because personally I would like that as well. So I guess my question is now, am I, is this, am I doing the right thing for myself here? His name is Josh. Okay. Um, without saying what my feeling is about this, I want to ask you a question, Camille, may I? Yes. How does it feel to you? Given everything that you just shared with me, whatever this relationship was between 2018 and the end of 2019, when he left the relationship and you and your mind ended it because he left, if I'm understanding you correctly, how does it feel with, with him entering it back, given everything that you've experienced and what you know? I feel... I feel okay. This is something that I wanted to reconnect with him. Um, We never fought. We never, there was nothing that happened that was a negative experience. It was always a good feeling Mm -hmm. experience. Why did you leave? 
Hmm? Why did he leave? Oh, my goodness. He had a lot of pressures with work and with family stuff. A lot of things happened outside, like issues Mm of, I don't know, survival or something that had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. And now I know, okay, this is how he coped with stress. But what we need to do moving forward as friends Mm -hmm. is mm, communicate, don't take each Mm -hmm. other for granted, and mm-hmm. if there's something going on, let me know so that I mm-hmm. won't have to play a guessing game the way that I did before. Okay. So so when I ask what what's your highest good for me to share with you about this relationship, this is what I'm guided to say to you. This relationship, like all relationships, is designed to teach you about being a loving presence with yourself and with others and vice versa. All relationships and everything in this realm is about being in relationship to someone or something. So all relationships are an opportunity for learning. And at the core, the core lesson, the soul lesson is how to be a loving presence in your relationship with yourself first. So you've gleaned from this what your minimum requirements, shall we say, are for re-entering this relationship beginning as a friendship. Your clarity is, is, is good. You are making logical, grounded choices. And what I would invite you to do is if you continue to choose to give this relationship another opportunity, that you continue to hold this space of conscious awareness as you re-enter into it. Don't get lost in it. Set healthy boundaries that if Something is not being communicated and you feel it, you sense it, you have a knowing of it, that's unacceptable. And you have, you have the, the ability to communicate that and see how everything feels, breathe the feeling of each experience into your heart and see what comes up for you. You see, when we lead with our heart, open to ourselves, then the wisdom that we possess guides our choices. Does that make sense, Camille? Yes, it does. Because this has nothing to do with Josh. Josh is simply the tool through which you get to learn this with you. Hmm. Yeah, see, your whole story, the way you, you explain it is he did this, he did that, da, 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 da. he contacts, he wants to. I'm, you know, it's okay that that's what is happening, but really, what do you want? How do you feel? What works for you? You're the only person that you can choose for. 
And so being very tuned in to how you feel, what you think, what you believe about this potential reentry into a relationship is all you need to focus on. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. We tend to want to define things based on what the other person is bringing to us. It's very human. It's typical, right? But the truth is that that's not the best order of things. Okay, so he's made an offer to you. Now, from your perspective, what feels right to you in this moment? What is the most loving choice for you, with you, in this moment as it relates to Josh? Those are questions that I invite you to sit down and get quiet and feel into and see what comes up for you. Okay. Okay, because quite honestly, I'm not being told yes, no, maybe. I'm being told this is an opportunity for learning for both of you. You're the one on the phone, so I'm I'm speaking to you. So this is an opportunity for you, period. You get to choose what the opportunity is. Is it the opportunity to say yes and feel into the experience and learn from it? Or is it the opportunity to feel into it, see how it feels to you, and say no? You get to choose. Right, right. Will dimension, free will dimension. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Camille. Good luck, my friend. Keep us posted. Let us know how things are going. Okay. Thanks. You're very welcome. Many blessings. <laughs> Have a good night. All right, RJ. Where are we off to? Well, we're going to go north a little bit to Canada and speak with Jay. Oh, Jay, good evening. Good evening to you, too. It's always great. I always love listening to your show. How are you, sweet man? Yeah, I haven't heard your voice in a long time. How are you? Well, thank you so much. I'm doing doing okay. I just, you know, I'm going through some blues right now and probably had to do with some family issues with my dad, my living dad, and my stepmother. So turned into a real kind of like argument that wasn't supposed to be, so... Yeah, I was gonna go see my dad actually for his birthday tomorrow, which is a mm-hmm. six-hour drive away, and uh, he said not to to come because of the COVID nineteen thing. But it doesn't make any sense because they're going to a hospital where there is possibly COVID there. So just uh, something really weird about that. Um, but uh, it was just uh, wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be a private phone call, and it turned into. A real kind of like argument and things. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what's, looking at that. What, what's your question? What? How can so I support you? So my question is my story. My question mm-hmm. is that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's my short story. Uh, is that um, how do I deal with this? My stepmother, who I don't know, just uh, thinks I'm lying, thinks I stole stuff. I don't know how to deal with that that person who's who's really mm. set in their ways. And this has been over happened for a long time, so yeah. Okay. So I've connected with your energy many times in the past, Jay. And mm-hmm. one thing that I know about you is that you don't lie and you don't steal. So 
what what I would invite you to do in terms of dealing with this is only address what's yours. Okay? Okay. Only address what's yours. Because that's the only thing that you can address. Ho'oponopono teaches us that everything is is memories flying. So whatever coming up for her, whatever is coming up for your father, whatever's coming up between this relationship between the three of you, it's memories replaying from your subconscious mind being triggered by their presence, by memories that you have no idea where they come from. This is not something that you can address verbally, emotionally, and directly, but Ho'oponopono might help you. So, so I've told the story many times um, regarding a family member that I started using this for when I first was reintroduced to Ho'oponopono as, as this amazing process that it is. And this is the person that was uh, my abuser as a kid, right, that, that helped to create PTSD in me that I've healed, thank you, God, with Ho'oponopono. And all that I say every day is because this person is still in a body and I still have a relationship with them, right? So what I say is to whatever memories are in me that are a source of suffering for, and I state this person's name so you can add your your stepmother's name and your father's name if you want to do the, the two of them together and anybody else that's included in this, right? On any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. So to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of suffering for my stepmother, my father, and anyone else that's involved, on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. What that does, Jay, is it clears out the energy of whatever this suffering is from you, from them, and from anyone else that holds the same pattern of energy back to the beginning of creation. Because because there is no way you're going to be able to address this directly. You're not being heard. There is no hearing to hear you. There is no understanding to hear you. Does that make sense to you? Uh, sort of. What do you mean by that? What I mean is that we want to defend ourselves when someone doesn't hear us, when they don't agree or understand what our truth is. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. So I don't see your stepmother being able to hear you. I don't see your stepmother being able to understand you. I don't see your father intervening on your behalf. And so the direct approach to heal this and clear this is not going to work. Okay? But when you do Ho'oponopono, it is a direct way for you to clear whatever it is in you that caused this. Hmm. And so it gets cleared from you and it gets cleared from them. So there's two things. Clearly there is suffering going on 
right? So to whatever memories are in me that caused this situation with my stepmother and father on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or it is to whatever memories are in me and or to whatever memories are in me that are the, the cause of suffering on any and all levels for my father and my stepmother that, that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. So you're, you're releasing from yourself whatever this source of suffering is for you, for them, whatever the source of challenges and communication and understanding between you and them, but it gets cleared from you. That's all you're asking for. You're asking for it to be cleared from you. God, divine creator makes the rest of the decisions out of its infinite wisdom and compassion because you can't know all of what's creating it. Does that make sense to you? Right? So the direct approach I don't believe is going to work. So this, I believe, will be of help. And you just have to have faith and trust if this feels right to you. And I invite you before you even begin to do it that you breathe it into your heart and see. You're very intuitive. And see what it feels like. Does this feel like the most loving and correct choice for you? And if it does, then embrace it and do these statements, these prayers, a couple times a day, every day. And as soon as you start feeling something that doesn't feel good, then you sit there and you go, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Whatever this feeling is, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And just keep clearing whatever is the suffering that you're experiencing. Okay, makes sense? Makes sense. Okay. I am so grateful. Yes, I am so grateful to hear your voice again and, and to know that you are, even though you're struggling in this moment, to know that you're healthy and that you're well. And I'm very grateful. You take very good care of yourself, young man. Okay? You, you know, before you go, you know, Honoponopono, mm-hmm. I, I had a good friend. Uh, regarding Honoponopono, I, I uh, started doing it actually at work with one of my good friends, one of my friends at work, and uh, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we had some fun with it, actually, uh, but uh, just to get me going and, and get into that, uh, I don't know, um, saying it properly and just doing it. So, yeah, it does work. So, uh, even it with my does. good friend at work. Yeah. It does. So keep doing it because, you know, Dr. Hulen states we can be saying Ho'oponopono from now until that we, t- we take our last breath from these bodies and we won't be finished. Mm. So the more we say, because there's just so much to clear, right? 15 bits per second to 15 million. Conscious, <laughs> unconscious, come on. There's a lot, yeah, yeah. lot of programs out there that we came in with, right? So there's yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot to clear. Mm. A lot to clear. All right. Already. And I, and I think as I'm looking at this, stay with us because I'm going to do. I don't think we have a lot of people listening in the studio, so hang with us, Jay. I'm going to do a heart meditation before you, before you jump off. Okay. Okay. Take good care of you man. Thank you for calling. Many blessings to you. Stay cool. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. All right, RJ. Am I reading the studio correctly? We we don't have any other callers tonight, just people listening, That's, yeah? That, 
We have listeners. All right. So everybody hang with me. We're going to do a, a conscious heart connection, um, which is our usual way to end the show. RJ, thank you so much for being with me tonight and for being that wonderful, gentle presence that everyone gets to hear when they call in. Thank you. I appreciate you, sweet man. You have a good rest thank of your you. night. Good night. All right. Okay, everybody. So... Go ahead, and as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, close your eyes. Relax your belly muscles. Uncross your ankles and knees. And breathe. Just go ahead and take some nice, deep, slow breaths. <sighs> In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Good. And as you breathe now, focus your breath on your heart center. And imagine, if you will, that your breath is going into the heart center all the way to the back of your chest. And when you breathe out, it comes out the front of your chest or your heart center. Breathing into the heart center and out. Every time we breathe into and out of our hearts, our heart centers, we consciously connect with the vibration of love, our soul essence. For no matter how challenging this human journey is, on the soul level, we are divine light of love. And that aspect of who we are is connected to every cell in our body. We're never without love. I know it feels that way sometimes, but we're not. It is who we are. So imagine as you breathe in and out of your heart center, the color of the light of love within your heart. And now as you breathe into and out of your heart center, imagine, if you will, that light of love in every cell in your body. Allow that image to come to you, what that would look like if you were filled from head to toe, every cell filled with that light of love. Keep breathing. Nice, deep, slow breath. And now imagine that all of your skin cells are filled with that light of love. And you have a bubble of that light of love all around you that is infinite in supply of love. A beautiful cocoon that surrounds you all the time so that every time you breathe in, you breathe in light of love. Every time you breathe out, you breathe it out. 
so that breathing is a gift of love to everyone and everything. Because as we breathe into our hearts, my friends, a wave form of that love light always emanates from us in all directions. So let's imagine if we can together that as we breathe into our hearts, that that love light goes down into the center of the earth, to the heart of our divine mother earth, of love to her for all that she does to support us. And what we know is that 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 flow of love just keeps going now from the center of the earth in all directions and fills Mother Earth completely, a gift of love to her and all who dwell within her. And it keeps on flowing in all directions through the surface of the earth, gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it keeps on going, filling our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above her. And it doesn't stop there. It keeps going out into the universe, into infinity, to the beginning of all that is the heart of love and breathe. A gift of love to everything that is beyond our atmospheric boundaries, for we are not alone in this universe. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied, which is why it's so important that we consciously speak, we consciously act. We, we are conscious of our thoughts, our words, our feelings. And so that gift of love that we just sent out now comes back to us multiplied, more brilliant, more vibrant, more alive, this love. So breathe it in. And know that no matter what the problem is that you're having, that you are not without love to assist you in the answer. So for all of us, whatever our challenges may be in this moment, I say on behalf of all of us, to whatever memories are in me, that are a source of suffering for all of humanity, everyone listening and beyond on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you, dear God, divine creator, for clearing it all that we might feel peace and love. And so it is. And breathe. My friends, thank you so much for taking the time to join me tonight, whether you were live or listening to the replay. Thank you from my heart of love for sharing in this time with me. You know that you are always surrounded by love and you are in my heart 
Blessings of much love and gratitude. We look forward to you joining us again next Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Blessings. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.